N. Tom N. Haverford. <laughs> the N stands for nerd. Tom N. Haverford, his favorite movie is books. Welcome to Nerddom with Taylor and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And Taylor. Taylor, we're talking about books. 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 Not not a particular book. Not nope. a particular series of books. Nope. Books. Books and reading. Books and reading. Which I love. You love. <laughs> I mean, like, I thought I liked books and reading. And then I met you. And I have never been more wrong about anything in my life <laughs> than the not. idea that I loved books and reading. That's not true. No, I understand that I can also love books and reading, yeah. but the comparison is not close. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, look behind me. I have a I have a wall of books behind me. I'm gonna die. <laughs> okay, sorry. This the entire yes, the entirety will, yeah. of the wall behind me is books. Mm-hmm. Some of these are comics, but you know, books. 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 Books of all shapes and sizes of all kinds. I thought I loved these things. Mm-hmm. Taylor, tell me why you love books and reading. <laughs> I don't know. I don't um, know. I just know I do. So I um, I was a big reader when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Um, like one of the things that I, me and my, <laughs> me and my sister we would go to the library as kids, uh-huh. and we all had, um, we basically maxed out how many books we could check out. Wow, like, I didn't know that was possible. Oh, yeah. Well, also, it was me and my sister on, like, our parents' um, library card or whatever. Right. And I think, I believe by the time, uh, and, you know, this varies by library system, but the max you could get was 20 out at a time. Oh, at a time. At okay, a time. I understand. And so we uh, would basically split, like, I'd get 10 and she would get 10. Yeah. And we, like, have them for, like, the two weeks. Like, this is particularly over, like, summer break, yeah. you know, where there's literally nothing else to do. Library's free. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go there. <laughs> and so um, I grew up, I loved reading. Yeah. It was, like, huge, huge, huge into it. And I honestly think if I were to psychoanalyze myself, maybe I'll bring this up in therapy this week. I think, um, <laughs> therapist, Taylor <laughs> therapist. Are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think a big part of my love of reading was because honestly, it wasn't allowed to do a lot else. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, you know, my, uh, my parents loved me a lot and they were very, very protective of me. Yeah. Uh, and so I was just not really allowed to do that much stuff. Like I didn't go to a sleepover as a kid mm-hmm. or like really didn't have that many, wasn't allowed to go over a lot of people's houses. Yeah. And, um, and it was born out of a desire to keep me safe. Sure. Uh, though I feel like that desire was maybe a little misguided. And so now I'm a weirdo, but, <laughs> um, my... Taylor's parents, are you listening? <laughs> they're not. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I, so I really loved reading uh, and some books I wasn't allowed to read, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> We've talked about it before. <laughs> Please see our uh, episode on Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. But I, I was able to, I just read a lot as a kid. Yeah. And then, you know, I think this happens with a lot of people. 
and this is like a big reason why I wanted to talk about this, uh-huh. was because in high school and college, that like love of reading like went away. Yeah. Because all of a sudden I was required to read a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. that I didn't like as much. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, busy with classes and work and college and all this stuff. And so then like that kind of hobby reading fell to the side. Yeah. Uh, And so I just didn't read for a really, really long time, like in high school and college. And Mm -hmm. I think that happens to a lot of people where they're like, oh, I love reading as a kid. And then I I just don't really like it anymore. And I think the way our education system is set up does not support people in continuing their love of reading. Yeah. Um, but after college, I got back into it. And so I read all the time now and I like rekindled that love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know I've talked about this before, I think in our D and D episode where I just really enjoy things where I can, I guess, imagine what it looks like in my brain yeah. more than I like things that I like physically watch. So I like enjoyed reading and I enjoy like listening to real play podcasts a lot more than I enjoy watching TV, mm-hmm. um, and I do it way more than watching TV or movies or anything. Sure. Um, and I just have a hard time concentrating on TV and movies, which yeah. is, you know, that's on me. But yeah. but yeah, I just really love it. I think it's great. I think everybody should read whatever they want. Can I tell you, it's the exact opposite timeline for me. Oh, really? That I hated reading. And part of it is, like, I do think I have some, like, undiagnosed ADD. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I could not, like, be bothered to, like, Mm. read anything for school. And, like, I actually kind of lucked out in high school where my last, like, English and language arts teachers were, like, very... I don't, like, hippie's the wrong word, but just sort of, like, very liberal with, like, what we were supposed to be doing. And kind of didn't focus on, like, make sure you've read this book and this thing and this thing. So, like, by the time high school, like, late in high school came around, that's when I actually started to read on my own more. Mm-hmm. Was, like, once, mm-hmm. like, elementary school, middle school, and early high school had passed and I didn't have to do the sort of, like, reading assignments. Then, like, it was like, oh, I there was actually stuff I would like to read. And I, as a kid, and continue to be as an adult, an avid movie and TV watcher. Mm-hmm. So... As a kid, it was especially important for me to make sure I had my TV hours. But also, like, now that I didn't have to read for school, it was like, oh, I could actually read some stuff for fun. So, like, in high school is when I started reading, like, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And, like, that was kind of when I decided, like, oh, like, I could actually read stuff I like. Yeah. Because I was excited about the movies coming out. And so I thought, like, I'll read the books before each movie comes out. But, like, I read through those things and then I was like, oh, I could actually keep reading stuff yeah because nobody's requiring me to read jack shit anymore yeah (laughs) and then like you know when i was briefly in college it was like my schedule was like i think i took like a shakespeare class so Mm -hmm. like i read some shakespeare and kind of fell out of reading shakespeare just because i don't particularly like shakespeare right but still like at and then at that point i had discovered uh autobiographies and I'm mm. very interested in autobiographies. I love autobiographies. So yes. I was really interested in those. And that kind of continued my love of love of reading, relative love of reading in comparison to some people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that goes on to this day. But autobiographies are kind of what kept me reading for a long time. Yeah. I 
I am very big. My personal reading tastes are honestly pretty varied. I will yeah. I will give anything a try. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely lean heavy on the fantasy side, yeah. fi- fantasy and science fiction. Um, I love autobiographies and memoirs. Yeah, they have to be like the right kind. Mm-hmm. But so I, I think I'm pretty good at picking them out because so far each one I've read, I've really really enjoyed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that's interesting. I, I speaking of like good like English teachers in high school. Mm-hmm. I, I when you were talking, that reminded me that I, that definitely contributed to my love of reading. I had a phenomenal like language arts and like English teachers mm-hmm. in middle school and high school that definitely fostered it. Like there wasn't like an English teacher that like I, like hated and then yeah. like made me hate reading or uh-huh. anything like that. It's just like some of the stuff that we were reading kind of sucked, and that it was more of like the issue than it was my teachers themselves like, yeah like one of my favorite one of my favorite teachers and probably the most influential teacher i had was my language arts teacher my english teacher and like when i was a senior in high school mm-hmm. which maybe i should contact her miss miss garner if you're listening she's definitely listening yeah you're a real one you're you're therapist your 12th <laughs> grade english, grade teacher, english teacher, teacher are just like <laughs> gathered around their podcast machines listening <laughs> If by chance, Ms. Garner, if you're listening to this, you're yeah. a real one. You've for both sure. been name dropped, or maybe not your therapist has been name dropped. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna name they've both been my mentioned therapist. in this episode, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like they they were really, really awesome. Um, which I think I got super lucky with my English teachers yeah. because I definitely know that that's not the case for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it definitely helped that I liked reading and writing mm-hmm. as a kid growing up and all through I mean, I thought I was gonna go to college for English. Um, but I didn't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so I'm sure that helped a lot. Um, and I was also like a teacher's pet, so that also helped, I'm sure. But my, I think my language arts teachers are pretty good. I was a teacher's pet in a different way. Yeah. I, uh, did the, like, I, and like, it was sort of a bit, and like we're getting off of reading a little bit, but we'll get back. I, it's okay. We'll get back. Yeah, I'll, we'll steer <laughs> the ship back. No, we've never. No, had we've that. never done that before. We've never done that. Um, I was the. I did a. I was trying to do, and this is like stupid, very stupid of me to do. I was portraying a character of the classic suck up to teachers. Mm-hmm. So like, I had particularly a math teacher <laughs> who loved to tell jokes, and they were always really bad, and everybody hated them. Because they were really corny dad jokes. But I would... Ah! Oh, wow, that really scared her. My dog. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's you okay, so Scotty? He's okay. Um, yeah. So I would, like, scream laughing. And, like, 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 that, like, like that, your dog. Like my dog. <laughs> he thought it was really funny, too. I would just yell and, like, knee slap and, you know, like, really overdo it. And, you know, be like, Mr. Schwartz, that was so funny. (laughs) And people hated it. Like, nobody (laughs) thought it was funny. I was doing it purely to entertain myself. But, like, I was convinced that I'm doing, like, a funny character of, like, the teacher's pet type of thing. But that was my, that was my teacher's pet. Teacher's pet bit. Yeah. I was just quiet and good at school. Yeah. <laughs> so the two varying teachers pets you you like the teachers like you because you're doing the stuff right me i'm like sort of making fun of the teachers almost i was such face. a I, I i it's not that i tried to be a teacher's pet but i remember there's like one 
Uh, I mean, bless his heart, he honestly was fine. I don't know why I hated him so much, but, uh, like, I had this economics teacher, like, my AP economics teacher, I freaking hated him. And honestly, there was no reason. Yeah. I don't know what was wrong with me, but I freaking hated him. He loved me. Uh-huh. He loved me. Ugh. <laughs> so sorry. High school Taylor was... Interesting. Interesting. She was, she was going through some yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all, I mean, we all were interesting in high school and going through some stuff. But Yeah, it's okay. I didn't peak in high school. Yeah. Still up and up. Yeah. Uh, back to reading. Yes. So before we keep going, I have a yeah. game. Oh, great. Um, and this game uh, idea was brought to me by uh, our friend Tian. Tian. Hi, Tian. Uh, and this game is called Fiction or Nonfiction. Oh. So... All of these titles are real books. Yeah. You just have to tell me if they're fiction or nonfiction. Okay, great. I'm just going to give you the title. I'm not going to give you the author because that, uh, that honestly be on some of these, are they're dead giveaways. That could be a giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to go through a couple. You're For gonna... instance, a nonfiction book by Stephen King. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Not <laughs> happening. Um, so we're just going to go through a couple of these and okay. you just tell me if you think the book is fiction okay. or if it's nonfiction. Great. Okay. Are you ready, Andrew? Ready. Okay. I think I might sneeze. Nope. Nope. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, if the, I sneeze, it'll be The okay. sneeze siren is going off outside. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Nine Perfect Strangers. Nine Perfect Strangers is nonfiction. It is fiction. Damn it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, for one. You know what? I, oh, okay. I was thinking of something else. <laughs> okay. I knew that. <laughs> uh, that is by uh, Leanne Moriarty. I believe it's a show or a movie. It's coming out. I think it's on HBO or something. Yeah. You know what I was thinking of? There's a uh, documentary about three identical twins who were separated at birth. And I think it's called like Three Three Perfect Strangers oh, or something. That okay. I was th- so I was like, oh, maybe it's the book of that. Like, Whoops. Um, the Ethical Algorithm. The Ethical Algorithm. You know what I hate about this? <laughs> what? <laughs> is, one, it's both you and TN are, like, low-key pranksters. And so it <laughs> would not surprise me to know that you're throwing in titles that are that are obviously purposefully vague. Mm. And this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Where, like, this could be the title of a, like, a, like a textbook. Yeah. Nonfiction. Correct. Yes. It's not a textbook. Yeah. Um, but it is nonfiction. It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, that is by Michael Kearns. I highly suggest everybody read it. Um, no one is talking about this. No one is talking about this. Is a... Are you looking it up? No. Okay. Where would I be looking it up? I don't know. I just saw you look at your computer. I was looking down jump for dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is, of course, a, um, uh, give me a second here. <laughs> Just thinking out loud. Fiction? Correct. Yeah. That is Patricia Lockwood. Uh, exit strategy. Exit strategy is fiction. Correct. Martha Wells. Why fish don't exist. Why fish? See, this is another one. Like, I'm going to say nonfiction. Correct. Yeah. Very, very good. It yeah. is a uh, part memoir, part 
Um, just fun facts, because uh-huh. fish technically don't exist. And if you want to know more, read the book. Oh, boy. It's really oh good. Oh, boy. This is part of the... We're going back to the birds aren't real. <laughs> I know. I read I uh, read this book and was immediately thinking about birds aren't real. But this uh-huh. one is actually scientifically legitimate. Okay. <laughs> um, the World of Pooh. The World of Pooh. Fiction. Correct. It's by Terry Pratchett. Also, on some of these, I removed the, like... I think this one is, like, Miss Beetle's World of Pooh, uh-huh. or, like, um, some of the, like, subtitles, yeah. you know, like, the it's called, like, the Ethical Algorithm, colon, some right. bunch of words. I did a Terry Pratchett play in high school. Did, did you do the World of Pooh? No, we did. Uh, that would be very funny. <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> sucker. Uh, we did Mort, was the... Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Um, a Deadly Education. A Deadly Education sounds... Hmm... Sounds like fiction. Correct. Yes. As by Naomi Novik. Can't even. Can't even. Nonfiction. Correct. That sounds like a memoir title. Uh, it's not quite a memoir. It's um about uh, it. I think the full title is "Can't Even: How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation." Yeah, that that matches. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like it would be like a like a YouTuber's like memoir about like, you know. Not quite. Yeah. But it is good. Uh, hit refresh. Hit refresh. Mm. See, it. I'm gonna. My first guess is fiction. Mm. It, the only reason that it gives me pause is that it sounds too much like Ready Player One for mm. it to be a fiction book. But I'm gonna say fiction anyways. This is nonfiction. Oh, okay. This is uh, Satya Nadella's half memoir mm. but specifically focused on he is the ceo of microsoft sure so it was his book that he wrote yeah. and i got a free copy of yeah. i am an employee <laughs> um remote control remote control damn it another one hmm. remote control remote control remote control fiction correct yes that is by nedia cora for also, also was the was the book like a uh, like a Christmas gift to everybody who was an employee at Microsoft? <laughs> um, I don't think it came out in Christmas. I want to say it came out in like the fall. So it was just like a I wrote this. You should all read it. Yeah, I got a been... special employee edition. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. not signed. Mm, too <laughs> bad. It's got like some printed on notes from uh the ceo sure. like in the margins yeah. and yeah it's uh, wow you should I, feel honored there were literally like buckets of them like around offices that uh-huh. we, were, we were all supposed to get one and read it yeah um i got one and i did read it um i will <laughs> tell you teacher's pet. <laughs> i will tell you about an employee gift uh after the game okay um, i'll write it down so i don't forget okay uh infomocracy infomocracy is nonfiction. That is fiction. Oh. That is by uh, Malka Older. The three body <laughs> problem. The three body problem? Mm-hmm. Is a nonfiction book. Incorrect. It's Damn fiction. It. It's science fiction. It's very, very good. Highly recommend. Uh, that is by Liu. Uh, I'm, gonna pronounce, I'm going to mispronounce this name. I'm sorry in advance. Liu Qijin, uh, translated by Ken Lau. Okay. Um, uh, the stranger beside me, the stranger beside me, 
I've whiffed on it two times in a row, so it feels like I can't do it a third time. Nonfiction. Correct. Yay. This is um, Anne Rule's uh, book about Ted Bundy. Mmm. Because she Yummy. was a crime writer uh-huh. uh, who worked with Ted Bundy. Oh, I heard Ted Bundy's kind of a snack. <laughs> Gross. Yes, Zaddy. No, 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 no. Ted we don't Bundy. Like that. We don't like that. No, I'm going to leave. <laughs> Eclipse. Eclipse. Now you're having fun with me. That is a fiction book. Yeah. <laughs> I was kidding. I was just wondering if you would get that. That's the third I book knew, in yeah. the Twilight yeah. series. <laughs> the Nickel Boys. Nickel Boys. That's the uh, autobiography of Nickelback, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this book. <laughs> okay. If they write an autobiography... <laughs> If this, if the that. middle of the book where they have like the photos in every autobiography, the the page before just has to be, look at these photographs. It's one of those books that like when you turn the page, it, it has like a, a, a voice, sound clip. A sound. Yeah, <laughs> it's really annoying, but like that for that joke, gotta do it. I, you'd have to give Nickelback props. That yeah. would be very funny. <laughs> that would be very good. Uh, Nickel Boys. The Nickel Boys. The Nickel Boys is fiction. Correct. Uh, that is by Colson Whitehead. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. When I finish this book, I think I finish it at 2 a.m., and I think I paced around my living room for, like, 30 minutes. Wow. Yes. Divergent. Divergent fiction. Correct. That is that weird... Shailene Woodley stars in Divergent. <laughs> weird dystopian... Oh. Oh. Oh, God. Divergent. Divergent. Uh, by Veronica Roth. Um, a separate piece. A separate piece. Sounds nonfiction to me. That is fiction. Oh. It is by John Knowles. This mm-hmm. is a book that Miss Garner made me read. Miss Garner. <laughs> wow. Another shout out to Miss Garner. Uh, House of Leaves. That's fiction. Correct. It is by Mark Z. Danielewski. That's one of those. We're going to have to do an episode about House of Leaves. Wait, okay. I mean, I have lots of books you have that we lots, have to yeah. do. I, I yeah. know. <laughs> that's definitely one. It's, it's like a, uh, it's one of those books that has like a cult following. Okay. Um, Bad Blood. Bad Blood. This is the last one as well. Last one. Last one. Get it right. Uh, nonfiction. Correct. Yeah. That is this by... is the Taylor Swift autobiography. <laughs> no, but... About uh... all the beefs that she's had with other artists. <laughs> uh, close. Uh, this is by John Carreyrou. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is about uh, Theranos and uh, oh. what's her face, Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes, which yes. Which is the currently ongoing trial. Uh-huh. So very good. Wow. Highly recommend. Good wow. book. Uh, the employee gift, by the way, before I forget. Yes. I worked at Blockbuster Video. I can talk about this now because I have now been unemployed by Blockbuster for like 17 years. And so there's only matter. one left. Anyways, and there's only one so left and can, they don't care. Yeah. We can uh, take them. The they the year that I worked there, the employee gift that they gave to every employee was a DVD copy of Bruce Almighty starring Jim Carrey. <laughs> every employee got it. Nobody wanted it. <laughs> Do you know why? Because we all work at Blockbuster, and if we want to watch it, we can watch it for free. So they gave us all a copy of Bruce Almighty. For some reason, it was the like <laughs> nationwide company gift. Everybody got a copy of Bruce Almighty. And so... Everybody in the Seattle area, we all said, let's go to each other's stores and sell these copies of Bruce Almighty 
under like guest accounts and then like either get like movies we want or money back. So like it was just untraceable to the company that it was like employees just selling their copies of Bruce Almighty back to the stores. But it was just like, this sucks. Like that is a terrible, that is a terrible (laughs) employee gift. It's not a terrible, like it's really not that bad of a movie. Like it would be, you know, like there's worse movies they could have given us. No. Yeah. But like, it was yeah, like they could have given you the room. Honestly, it would have been better. <laughs> the room is like a much more culturally significant movie than Bruce Almighty, uh, and it's a much more interesting. Like the thing about Bruce Almighty is it's so middle of the road <laughs> yeah, it's... that it's just like this is what you think of us, <laughs> Bruce Almighty. <laughs> that is legitimately very funny. That is yeah. a terrible employee gift. It's a terrible employee gift. Yeah. Like and also like in lieu of like. Uh, bonuses. A bonus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take the twenty five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. <sighs> so, like, what are some book series that you have? Like, I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but um, the <laughs> listeners may not. Have I not <laughs> spoken about it under my breath enough on this podcast? <laughs> uh, what are like, yeah, like book series that you like are just really into that you would love for the listeners to know about. I'd love for the listeners to know about. Well, this is an interesting question. Cause then the question is like, what do I think the listeners don't know? About? <laughs> well, I mean, one of the current like series that I am reading through that I've talked a decent amount, I feel like on this podcast, like if not in depth, that we will do an episode on is The Wheel of Time yeah. um, by Robert Jordan and completed by Brandon Sanderson, uh-huh. um, which I have not finished. I am working on it. <laughs> I've been reading it for five years. Uh, it's been a long journey. There's how, how many books? books. Oh! <laughs> and they're all like, minus the prequel, which I think might be 300 pages-ish. Mm-hmm. They're all like, a thousand pages oh plus. my god they are big boys wow they're big boys i had no idea there are 15 books um it is quite wild it is very good um i am very much enjoying it i think everyone should read it yeah i don't blame anybody for not reading it uh-huh. <laughs> it is quite the investment that is a i mean Truly, when you said that the prequel is like 300 pages, it's like, that's doable. Yeah. And then I thought you would say that the main books would be somewhere around like 500, 400, 500 pages. 1,000 pages is quite a lot. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of that. I, that's a large number. I know. I'm, yep, halfway through book 12. Uh-huh. And there is a television show of this coming out soon. Yes. On Amazon. Yes. So I've made it a a goal to finish the... I don't have to do this by any means, and nobody needs to read the books before you, like, watch the show or anything. But Uh I've, like, self-imposed a goal of finishing the series before um, the show premieres. Mostly because I have been reading the series for, like, five years, and it's 
kind of a thing where I'm like, okay, I need to like finish the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I do legitimately love them. And every time I finish one, I take approximately four months uh, before I start the next one, wow. which is why it's taken me so long because yeah. it's like, it's so big. They're like huge books. Right. And I have other books that I need to read. <laughs> I read a lot of books. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so kind of a part of my self-imposed deadline is so that I actually finish the series because um, I want to finish it. Mm-hmm. I want to know how it ends, and I'm really excited about the TV show. I yeah. really love the series. I think it's great. Um, I know, like, TV's not your primary source of entertainment. Correct. But for the Wheel of Time television series, mm-hmm. would you be happy if it diverges from the books? Oh, yeah, I fully... I mean, it, it, I know it will Yeah. in a couple of ways. Um, fully excited about the things I already know that they've diverged a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'll be... I'd be fine. As long as they stick with the overall, like, feeling mm-hmm. of the series, I'll be, I'll be happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm not quite the, that person who walks around and is like, well, the book is better than the movie. <laughs> um, not, not, I'm not that person. Right. I'm, like, I, like I've talked before, I'm very easily entertained. <laughs> and I love it when things I love get made. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's another avenue to enjoy the thing that you like. Yes. So I'm super excited about it. Yeah. I... One of the things I don't like about the Watchmen movie is that it is faithfully mm. adapting the graphic novel. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's a few differences, you know, mm-hmm. like, obviously, like, the, the end of the movie is a, is a big difference. But overall, like, I don't enjoy when it's just, like, you like this comic, you like this book, here's it exactly here's on the it screen. exactly, yeah. Like, no... Nope. like, why? I don't want that. I don't, right. I don't need to see that. I, yeah. The reason why... I read it already. Yeah, right. <laughs> if I wanted that, I'd just read it again. Yeah. <laughs> I think Invincible, another Amazon mm. series, does a really good job of... of mm. do Like, faithfully adapting the comic book in in spirit. Yes. Like, it, it is, you know, obviously a lot of the same story stuff, but they change enough of it where it's not, like, shot for shot, panel for panel, what you're seeing on screen, you know, versus the book. Yeah. And I think they've done a really good job of diverging a little bit in terms of little story tweaks, little character tweaks and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I mean, obviously Amazon is such a huge studio that it's not like the same people who did right. Invincible are also going to do Wheel of Time. So I'm like, oh, they're in good no, hands. They're, they're not the same people. Yeah. yeah. But I, you know, at least with the track record of that, I think hopefully. Yeah. I think the, I mean, we, I, I don't want to talk about this too much because we are going to have extensive... <laughs> discussions about the wheel of time whether you are ready for it or not i'm not entirely (laughs) sure i am um but i we're definitely gonna talk about it when the show comes out yeah um but uh i am excited about it i think they're gonna do a good job the trailer is really promising yeah and i know that the showrunner has read the books okay uh, is a fan of the books Mm -hmm. and that the a lot of the cast has read at least the first few that's of good. The series, and That's they good. all seem like from their social media, they seem like really excited about adapting it. Uh-huh. So that's nice. Yeah. So I do think it'll be good. I am really excited about it, and you know, if you don't like it, it's okay. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> no, I'm just really, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, but Listeners other... can't see this. You have me grab by the lapels across the desk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I have Andrew shoved up against a yeah. wall. So it's fine if you don't like it. She's saying very calmly as she's like <laughs> daggers into my eyes. Um, but yeah, so I really like that series. Um, I definitely came late to the party on there. I, I mean, I think the first book came out before I was born. So right. 
you know. That's that's very easy for you to come late to the party than if you were not born. Yeah, Yeah. I I couldn't quite read or think um, or form breath. Uh So you know, it's a little hard. You have some excuses. I do have a few. Yeah. Uh, but, um, let's see. Other than that, I am currently reading, oh, let's see if I can remember the name of it. I think it's called the Broken Earth Trilogy, uh-huh. um, by N.K. Jemison. Very good. Okay. Highly recommend that one as well. Uh, it is fantasy. Um, it's just very unique. Yeah. It's very, very good. And they are very quick and easy to read, even though they are over 400 pages each. That uh, that's much more doable than the thousand previously plus, yeah. previously mentioned thousand page books. Sucks. Yeah, that is that is quite a bit. It's a lot. Yeah, there's a um one of the, one of my favorite types of books and things that like really kept me going for a long time were wrestling biographies, mm-hmm. and typically wrestling biographies average around like two hundred fifty to like three hundred pages, and there was a there's a wrestler named Bret Hart who came out with a, a biography that was like 500 plus pages, which was like abs- an absurd amount for like a wrestler's biography. And he had cut it down from like 750 because he's yeah. like a meticulous note taker and just had stories that were like, I, I believe I heard someone say like that they had read some of the previous ones and they were like beyond boring. <laughs> but oh. he just like, <laughs> but he's just like a bad judge of what's right. What's- interesting and what's not. But that was like one of those things where I was just like, I will read this because, you know, it's I, this is a person who like his career I followed and mm-hmm. I'm really interested in the stories he has to tell. So I read all 500 pages or plus of it, but I would have a hard time, I think, if I knew that it was like a thousand yeah. pages. I think I'd really have a hard time yeah. sticking to all those. Yeah, it's intimidating. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think also um, I know I also know people who straight up like skipped like three of the books like in the middle uh-huh. um and just like read like synopses uh-huh. and then picked back up like on book 12 or something yeah. like they just like skipped it which fine that's mm-hmm. that's fine also you don't have to read them like nobody has to read them i think they're <laughs> great totally fine. yeah i think they're really really awesome uh-huh. um but also totally fine yeah um i want to talk about one series too or just mention one like yeah. that i think is very very good and it's uh, actually, the book that I uh, gave to you mm-hmm. to, to read, it's called um, The Bobiverse, is like the series. We are the, Legion. We are Bob. Yes, it's, uh, the yeah, the first book is called We Are Legion, We Are Bob. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. It's very, very fun. Science fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't really a spoiler at all. This happens like literally immediately. Uh-huh. A guy who is pretty wealthy, um, like I think he's like a software developer or something like that, and he like made it big. He uh, has made an appointment to get himself cryogenically frozen when he dies. Yep. Um, and so he's walking home from making, from signing the paperwork, basically, and he gets hit by a car and dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he wakes up, he is basically being woken up from being cryogenically frozen uh-huh. and is being woken up in a um, situation in which he is in charge of saving humanity. Oh, wow. Um, and he gets sent out into space. Mm-hmm. And it's super fun. Uh, I really, really enjoy it. They're how pretty many, short. How many books are there in that in this? I think there are five. Wow. I think they're actively being written as well. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not 100% sure about that. Okay. But uh, I, know, I think there are four or five. Okay. There might be a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But... They're like all roughly that size. Yeah. So um, they're pretty. They're pretty short. They're pretty yeah. compact. They're super fun. They're very um, like 
like the narrator is funny, mm-hmm. so that's always helpful. And they're very like ex- it's a lot of exploring, and it's a lot of like fun, like what's in the universe yeah. kind of stuff. So it's it's good. I read the first chapter. I have not mm. picked it up in a little bit, but I did read the first chapter, and it gave me slight. Uh, oh boy, why can't I think of the title? It's up there. Douglas Adams. Why can't I think of the name of the oh, uh, Hitchhiker's Hitchhiker's Guide? Guide. Yes, it gives me slight Hitchhiker Guide mm-hmm. vibes in terms of tone yes, not the tone. like yeah not I in the yeah, yeah not in like oh they just ripped off hitchhikers but like the yeah, tone, the of tone it. is yeah. very similar i would yeah. agree with that yeah. yeah if you i think if you enjoyed hitchhiker's guide uh you would enjoy this series mm-hmm. uh but yeah i think i i really like them i think they're very fun and i think dennis taylor is a, a pretty good author so yeah yeah but yeah i uh read a lot i read uh-huh. literally all of the time mm-hmm. um <laughs> She's currently not reading, currently but that's not. because we're talking. This is one talking. of the rare moments. We're doing, yeah. yeah. We are talking, so it would be insanely rude of you to just pull out a book <laughs> while we're talking to our dear friends, our listeners. Um, but yeah, I guess like uh, I, there are a couple of things. Well, actually, here I have a question for you. Andrew. Oh, great! What's your favorite book? Do you have a favorite <sighs> or favorite series or anything hmm. like that? Hmm. That is a great... I knew you were going to ask this, and I never thought to think about it. Can, would you narrow it down to, like, a genre of book? Well, you said... Let's say, you you said you love autobiographies. Yeah. So, would it be easy for you to pick a favorite autobiography or memoir? I think so. Yeah. Um, It's sitting right in front of me. I really like this Chris Gethard's mm. autobiography, A Bad Idea I'm About to Do. I just pulled it out because I was talking about it with somebody else the other day. Um, I, the, I bought this book when I was going through like my own journey of self-discovery, self-discovery through mental health. Mm-hmm. And this is a, he's a comedian, podcaster, uh, who is very open about his mental health and depression. Mm-hmm. And his autobiography was very good for me to have read during the time that I was um, going through that journey of discovery for myself. Yeah. And so it was like kind of a reassuring thing. And it's also like he's very funny. He's He writes very well. So I was, yeah, I think like just because that's probably tip of the brain that I think like. I, you know, obviously I've read more comic books and graphic novels than I've read books in my lifetime. Um, my favorite comic book. Yeah. Uh, my favorite comic series is Invincible from start to finish, mm-hmm. even though the ending is not great. But um, Robert Kirkman never finishes a project very well. That's <clears throat> okay. That's um, what Stephen King is. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen King can't finish a book well to save his life. Um, But there's a a one shot graphic novel that Marvel did. It's called like one month to live. Mm. And it's about this guy who gets superpowers, but like in getting the superpowers also gets cancer. And so he, uh, like does the most good he can in the month that he has superpowers. And I read it right after like the day after my grandma died (laughs) and it really helped me cope with her death in a weird way. And so like, I've always had like a weird emotional attachment to that book, but I think that's the kind of stuff that like books can do Yeah, is like kind of, I don't know, like, you know, with like Chris Gethard's autobiography and then, you know, one month to live. It was just like, they were there for me 
in a time that I needed them to be. And they may not be like necessarily like the best written things, but sure. like in terms of what they did for me emotionally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I love, I love reading. Yeah. I love it so much. If I mean, this is going to be a difficult question for you. Same question <laughs> to you. I think I, I can't really pick like a favorite fiction yeah. book because I just, I just love stories yeah and so i if i were it really just depends on the day and it depends on like what i'm feeling or like what i've read recently even so um actually i fully take that back i just lied to you everyone i do have a favorite fiction book um but like in general like i I just kind of like like if somebody's like oh well, what should I read I'm yeah. like well what do you like uh-huh. like I, I I personally like a lot of things yeah and so I really enjoy it um my favorite um books I will say one fiction one nonfiction I'll give you my fiction book is called The Power and the Glory by Graham Greene mm-hmm. um. It's phenomenal. I am currently in the market for any kind of special edition, if anybody knows of one. Apparently, nobody likes this book. Wow. <laughs> or rather, like, not enough to make us, like, a, I really want, like, a nice copy, like, a nice special edition to put on, like, my bookshelf. Yeah. Because I uh, read this book in high school, mm-hmm. and it was one of... I think it was the most beautifully written thing I had read at the time. And I still have, like, I still go back and read, like, some of the quotes from it. Because Mm -hmm. it is very, I really like it. Yeah. Um, My favorite nonfiction book is actually an autobiography. It's not really an autobiography. It's a memoir. Uh Uh-huh. By Patricia Lockwood. Uh, She is a poet. Yeah. She is a phenomenal poet. Um, and she wrote this memoir called Priest Daddy, Mm -hmm. which absolutely destroyed me. Wow. Like, I remember reading it and was just weeping. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, there are a couple of books where I've like, I'll like read it on, I am a huge, um, e-reader. Yeah. And so I like pretty much read, and this is the reason why I'm able to read so much is like, I will read just books on the Kindle app on my phone. Yeah. Uh, that format works really well for me and I can like speed read through shit Mm -hmm. on my phone, like so fast. Um, and so I will oftentimes like I use an app called Libby, Yeah. which if you haven't heard of it, download it. You just need a library card. Uh You put in your library card information and you can uh, check out uh, books from the library on this app and go directly to your Mm -hmm. e-reader. I use it religiously and I will sometimes read a book on like my Kindle app and then immediately have to go buy it. (laughs) Um, It doesn't happen a lot. Uh, Happens every now and then maybe. Yeah. Maybe once a year. This is one of those books where I read it and was like, I have to own this. Um, yeah. I've had other people read it because I'm like, I mean, I selectively have people read it because I'm like, well, this will speak to you. Uh-huh. Um, but it's very good. If you have a difficult relationship with your father, I would highly suggest this book. Highly, highly, highly. Yes. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And Patricia Lockwood, is, as is often the case with poets who then go to write like a book, it is beautifully written yeah it is so good and patricia lockwood is 
Um, and it's not beautifully written in a way that is necessarily intimidating because she is very funny mm-hmm. and she has a very like d- kind of like dark and dirty sense of humor. Like when she signs books, she will oftentimes sign them and then like draw a penis underneath. Sure. Her, like, yeah. So she is like very, very cool person. And she just wrote a phenomenal memoir that was honestly amazing. Cool. It yeah. sounds, I mean, it heavy subject it is, uh, yeah. it is a little bit but, but it sounds wonderful it's very very good yeah. and uh it's it's beautiful yeah i would really love everybody to read it yeah <laughs> you've sold me yeah you sold me i'll let you borrow it okay cool. I a, yeah i have a copy <laughs> um yeah so i don't know i you did not want to plug your own instagram no <laughs> i'll do it for you uh tay reads books yep i read them you she reads books i like you post about you post reviews, you post mm-hmm. recommendations. Yeah, I so. just kind of do it for fun and just because like I think social media is a scourge upon the earth. Um, <laughs> that is correct. And so I no longer have like any personal like social media. Right. I have a Twitter that I just scream into the void once every six months on. Uh-huh. Um, deleted my Facebook. Yeah. Don't use my personal Instagram. And so I, but I really like reading and I really yeah. like telling people like what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to follow me, you can. I, as your friend, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. <laughs> I think you are very informative and I think like you have insightful things to say about the books that you're talking about. Oh, thank you. And I think it's very easy to say things very dryly about books and I don't think you do. Oh, so thanks. Yes. As your friend, I'm saying that as a uh, stranger i would also say the same thing oh thank you that's yeah. very kind of you um yeah i really like it i um yeah i love i love books and reading I, yeah. there are a couple of things that i did want to say yeah uh, into the universe yeah uh, a couple a couple of things i want to communicate to you if you're listening to this one all forms of reading are real reading so there's like this weird thing in the world where people think that listening to audiobooks or reading on a kindle or whatever form of reading that you do if it's not like in a physical book that it's not quote real Mm -hmm. that person can meet me in the lot out back and i will fuck them up fuck them up fuck them up so wrong they are incorrect i love that lot out back by the way so right? many fights There's... happen back there i know i know i really actually need to take a boxing class because the amount of shit i talk like that my noodle <laughs> you arms better, cannot you better back it up <laughs> i can't back up my mouth writes checks my noodle arms can't cash <laughs> but one day i'm gonna get in a fight i'm gonna win it you're gonna uh, win it yeah <laughs> it might be over this yeah. audiobook thing. yeah somebody like shows up at the lot they're like i'm ready you're like i need i'm gonna need like six months six months of training i need to go pick some things up and put them down a couple times a day can you meet me back here (laughs) in like january um but yeah i feel very strongly about this Uh um i will fight anybody uh i might not win every fight but i will fight anybody i agree with you uh, do not be snobby about how people read no don't do it it's who who are you you're right as again, as somebody who has self-prescribed pseudo ADD, it's hard for me sometimes to like sit and read with a, a book, and it's easier for me with like audiobooks. It's easier for me with e-readers. Yeah. I I prefer to not do it on my phone because then I get distracted by yeah. other things on my phone. Yeah, but it's it sometimes can be hard for me to like read on on paper for some reason. I don't know why. It just I have to be in the right mood, but it can be. Yes, and. 
the amount of people who like I have heard that same thing where it's like, oh, you listen to the audiobook. That's well, not you reading. Didn't really read you didn't really actually read the book. <sighs> That's you're being snooty. And also, you're being very ableist. You were be- I didn't want to like go there, but it is ableist. You were being it's very, yes, ableist. It's very ableist. It's very ableist. So if that's you, I would like you to rethink and and meet me in the meet, lot. Meet me in the lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's really important. I I um, one thing that I started doing on my Instagram that I'm gonna try to continue is start listing like how many books I've e-read, how many books I listen on audio, and how yeah. many books I've read print, um, because. You know, yeah, I didn't realize that there were people, that many people out there that acted like that um, mm-hmm. until recently. Yeah. And it boggles the mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, reading is reading. Yeah. Uh, the next thing that I wanted to make sure that everybody understood and knew is that you don't have to finish every book that you start. Yeah. Because <laughs> some books suck and you yeah. don't know until you're halfway through it. Right. <laughs> Like there was there I uh, this is something I also need to get better at because I um, like I am the kind of person who am is like oh well maybe it'll get better like all the way yeah. through to the end yes. and then I'm like oh it didn't get any better that yeah sucks uh-huh. and so there are a couple books I've like uh, not finished um, for various reasons oftentimes it's like. It'll be something where I'm like, you know, I just don't want to. This isn't what I want right mm-hmm. now. And maybe I'll pick it up later. A lot of times, sometimes I'll pick something up and I'll be like, I don't, I don't really. Like, I just started reading um, Sapiens by, yeah. uh, uh, oh my gosh, what is his name? Yusuf. I know the book that you're Yeah, about. it was very big. Um, it's very big. It's very big. Um, he, or the book, I started reading it and then I am also trying to read, finish The Wheel of Time and read Dune before the movie comes out. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have time for this right now. So I'm just going to put this away and I will can pick it up afterwards. Yeah. Um, and then other times I just DNF books that I just am like, you know what? I don't like the way that this person is writing this character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just don't like this book. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just won't, I just won't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to finish every book that you start. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard. I totally get that. Be open-minded about how people read and yep. take in books and be open-minded about your own ability to read or finish a book. Yeah. It's okay. If Everything you don't finish a book, okay. if you don't want to finish it, totally to. fine. It is. To. Reading is for fun. It is for fun. Yeah. It is for fun. You should enjoy it. Yeah. that's a, Yeah. You should enjoy it. It should be something that you yeah. enjoy. Don't, make, don't yeah. let anybody make you feel bad. Yeah. Here's the rules. In, read to enjoy it mm-hmm. and let other people enjoy reading however they want to enjoy yes, it. Yes, let other people like the things that they like. Um, I think I had a third thing, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. It's just it's just good. You should read books. <laughs> you should read books. That's the third one. You should read books. I remember my third point. It's that graphic novels are books, too. Uh, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> At NerdDumbPod. At NerdDumbPod. And you know what? If you love books. And reading. And reading. Me too. Us too. (laughs) And I don't know. Are we sorry? No, I'm not sorry. This time we're not sorry. This time we actually aren't sorry. This This is is the first. We're not sorry, but we do love you. We do love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, pal. Did you get a load of the nerd?